speaking of that, welcome to the Chompcast. We're back for another wonderful, much lauded episode. People have been dying to hear us talk about video games and the and like. That will not be alleviated tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately for you, we will not be doing anything like that. No, we'll be talking about some video games. Um, I have no idea what these guys have been playing. I've been playing stuff that can barely be considered a game, so we'll be talking about that. So Tell me about Spears. Mm, Got him. Considered game. He sucks, yeah. is mm. the joke. And I blow. But no, um, I am... Hey, yo. I am here to do some quick introductions. My name is Shay. I need all the introductions because I'm very well unknown. And that's how I want to keep it. Yeah. 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 Work that one out. Like 18 so, negatives and, in that. Dude doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. I'm drunk. But uh, speaking of alcoholism. But no, I'm I'm joined by some friends here and I'm going to introduce them with a question. I was telling oh, them God. before the show that I had a question that I wanted to ask. Been thinking about it for a few days, so I'm going to start off with Rich. Rich, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, next question. Well, that was the only question I had for you. Oh, uh, fine, I guess. Okay. Thank you. And moving on. No. Uh, my real question is, you know, there are a lot of times when we're online, we see people throw the term around like national treasure. This person is like. You know, the the epitome of wonderful. You think of like Mr. Rogers or you think of um, Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. You think of those kind of people, right? Those people who are just like on the top tier of appreciated people. Keanu Reeves is another one. Out of all the people who are at that top tier of like wholesome and beloved, who do you think has the most skeletons in their closet out of those people and why? Mm. Um, Nicholas Cage because that, he I, collects skeletons. I know for a fact he's got bear skulls. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't think he's like on that that tier of maybe like, not wholesome. to you. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm mm. sorry. Do any of those other people own pyramids in New Orleans? <laughs> I don't know if that's wholesome though. It is. It is. Absolutely wholesome. Do those other people shave down part of their teeth to play Dracula in a comedy? I still don't see anything wholesome. See, but... Josh's face is very confused, but I think he's agreeing with me. You're you're you're, you're getting him to come to your side. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think I think that's what's happening. You got to keep going. You got to sell. Um, plot. Face off. Enough said. <laughs> What 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 was what was that? Face off. Ah. Yeah, what is that? The film Face Off? Yeah, what is that? What do you mean what is that? I mean, Who are what you? Is that? We're going to have to I, I sorry, I'm sorry, Rich. We're legally required <laughs> to remove our show from the internet at this point. We got to take this down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just We, we can you know, still distribute the show just not uh, online anymore. Privately, privately. Yeah, I, yeah we'll I'm to, just we'll... I'm just repeating the question that all Gen Zers uh, uh, and Gen Alpha are going to have something yeah. that clearly we have a large fan base of. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. We Google it. We, we often uh. forget we're old. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, 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 we're very young and we, we appeal to the youngest. Yeah. Look at how handsome yeah. I am. Yeah. Look at this yeah, guy. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, to, 
I'm hip. Well, you know, three white guys here. Um, if any, it's good to get some white people's opinions about this stuff, you know? You know, you know, there's there can never be enough. There can never be enough. But really, that's the answer you're going to go with, Rich? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's fair. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Rich. Um, I'm excited to talk about how many different video games you've been playing. One! All right. And speaking of one, there can only be one, and their name is Josh. Mm-hmm. There can only be one Josh. Josh, how you doing? That's why you never hear that name. It's it's only, it's only a very a- rare name. Isn't that the Bible guy? Well, I mean, well, you, you remember the 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 whole one true Josh thing. That's the rest mm. of us have had to legally change our names, and we're sure. just we're we're you know. The person your nickname formally is Josh, known but as your Josh real name cannot be revealed. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you reveal your true name, you're now true. Yeah, name. no, there's, and there's you never claim Josh, right? Because exactly. when that Josh dies, exactly, you once, all once someone fight. knows your true name at that point. They, they're, they're, you know, metaphysically, you know, you're, you're legally kind of, you know, bound. To, to yeah, answer any time they say your true name at that point, and it's well, just, my real name. The travel expenses just—it's a lot. Up. Yeah. And besides, yeah. Josh's real name can only be uttered in black speech by the mm-hmm. mouth of Sauron. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you guys, and we can't but, do that here because we're three white guys. Yeah, well, but, <laughs> legally we can't. <laughs> well, that and it, it actually—you know—it it can't be transmitted over over. Like I, I could say it, and it would not reach. You, you wouldn't understand. Over. It's like yeah, speaking no, a Nokian. No, just, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the codex. Um, just, just, just there's too many. Prime you ever see the Da Vinci Code in the in the uh, in the nothing you know, like that the sound waves. It just, it's yeah. Mm. Mm. It would break the internet. So. I, I'm surprised we've been able to mine this much from a transition. I'm pretty proud of us. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> we were just introducing. Uh, "Quote unquote, Josh." Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. For all, yeah. for all, uh, you know, e- ease of use. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But Josh, how are you doing today? Um, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm, 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 I'm over my, uh, my, my mild caffeine poisoning from uh, my my trip to Chicago and back. Mm. Um, that's good news. Last week? A little, little more than last week at this point. Yeah, about a week and a half ago, yeah. it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we decided to head back early, and so because of that, I, I had a ton of caffeine to make it back overnight, which, yeah, yeah, I, I can't say I, I enjoy having that much caffeine in my system anymore. That is not... Yeah. Stop. Stuff on, man. I don't know if it feels more and more like a like a heart attack, or if it's just that I know what a heart attack feels like a little more, you know. Yeah, which which one is closer to the truth? Yeah, are you closer you to the heart attack, mm-hmm. or are you just one step closer to the grave? Both. Yeah. All of the above. Exactly. But there are only two choices. Yeah, all of the above. I stand by my statement. Yeah, well, lots of nodding Josh, happening here on this audio. Same, podcast. same question yeah. for you. Out of all the 
wholesome people that are much beloved in the world, living or dead, who do you think has the most skeletons in their closet and why? You know, I'm curious about this because I don't even know if... <clears throat> I, I feel like anyone our age or younger doesn't really idolize anyone anymore because we, 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 we realize those skeletons are going to end up being there at some point. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Like, I have a hard time. I mean, like you said, a couple of them there, you know, that still seem to be completely untouched. Every, everybody, yeah, everybody's still on board. Um, man. Ooh. What about like, so another example would be Steve from Blue's Clues. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that guy's much beloved. Yeah. He seems, well, yeah. Uh, What's, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't see Steve, you know, going the way of Blippy or or anything like that. Um, no, I think he's just probably like had like severe depression and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. What about uh, Bob Ross? Bob Ross is another one of those. People. He's he's also dead. I mean, they, well, that's they what could, I'm saying. Living so or dead. Safe. Living or dead. Who has the I most mean, skeletons? Like, I mean, I guess a coffin's around the size of a. Of closet. a closet, so there's there's you can fit there's, a there's, there's the definitely the one in that closet. Um, so you guys are taking skeletons too literally. Oh, I, I take everything literally. I take everything oh, literally. I guess we both kind of did go that direction with a very yeah. very yeah. literal skeletons in the in a closet. Um, hmm, hmm. I should have um, said metaphorical. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's on me. Yeah, yeah. can we redo yeah, this question? I mean, you so are you talking to completely properly? socially inept nope. human beings, so it, yeah, it's it's kind of on you. We got a touch of the, we got a touch of the tism. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I I'm not much for touch, but sure, if you say so. Um, <laughs> um that's oof. on me. Oof. Hmm. You, do you want do you want to think about it for a minute while I Betty answer? Betty White. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, that's great. Oh, so dead. Yeah, yeah. No, but I I think something's gonna come out soon. You I, think I, so? I, yeah, yeah. No, I I think. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm trying to decide what it is that they find out about Betty White. That like, yeah, she like has like a daughter, who's like currently in the in the business. The business, in the business. Yeah, I I don't know what it would possibly be. Is the issue, like it? She's she's cultivated such an image there that I'm 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 having a hard time deciding what it would be, but. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base with that one. I don't think so. I think you're. I mean, like, be, I mean, like a lot of the younger generation who, like, people from our generation, like, really like Jane Fonda, as she had that like Grace and Frankie show on Netflix. It was kind of a yeah. resurgence for Jane Fonda. But a lot of people don't know about the earlier controversies of Jane Fonda and what what she, um, did. You know. 40, 50, 60 years ago. You know, like it's things true. like that. You know, there's some people who are 
like heralded as like beacons of light in in our society and people forget some of the things that they've done. You yeah, know? you know, I think we may be just completely off with the whole picking people who are dead thing because I mean, you, you kind of look at the entire rest of, you know, like I don't know. I don't know. You you get to a certain point and people start finally reevaluating people, but it seems like there's there's a good chunk of time after someone's dead where you know nobody's looking right right you know if i if i had to choose one i think it'd be john wayne gacy i'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. he's incredibly racist Everybody Gace, knows john that. wayne gacy <laughs> yeah john wayne gacy <laughs> actually so i have a good answer actually hmm. i think um see what you guys think about this Lynn Manuel Miranda. Ooh. I hate Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh, mm-hmm. but I, like I could see, I could see that. I think he's so fucking fake. I think that, like, you know, I don't think there's any that, way you could legitimately tell of a theater person. I think, like, I wouldn't even pick that because I just think he sucks. Like everything he's ever done feels disingenuous to me. <laughs> And that's fair. I think that would be the thing that would come out about him, though, is like he's a super bit like not that he was super beloved, but um, James Corden before all that. Or, you know, actually, Ellen's a better example. Like a mm-hmm. lot of people really loved Ellen until it yeah. came out how much of a until, until we saw, all saw her palling around with war criminals. <laughs> there, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, she loves I, it. I feel like, besties. I feel like if it came out that. Lynn Manuel Miranda was a huge fucking jerk. Or you know like Lizzo is another prime example. Ooh, like she very Mr. wholesome Beast. person. Absolutely. He's yeah, got he's got a good, a good 3 pick. months on him. I think before something I feel comes like up. he would have blown it by now. I feel like Do eventually you? something, yeah. But I feel I feel like he should have is what I should say. He should have. I mean, who is that who is that so what like Dave Dobrik or whatever his name was? Like oh, he was oh, palling yeah. around with Dave Dobrik for a while. And Dave Dobrik seemed like a I, I wouldn't no, you can't you can't compare it. Like Dave Dobrik had some really shitty videos. Yeah. Um when he was doing his thing. So yeah, I don't know. No, Mr. Like, Beast. I, I know some there are there are a lot of other YouTubers who kinda not just YouTubers, <laughs> but people on social media who kinda already shit on Mr. Beast, but he 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 does legitimately seem like He's trying whether or not he gets it. Sure. Sometimes. Yeah. So probably yeah, not, but, but who knows? Who knows? I think that'd be, I think that's an interesting choice. Yeah. So I say Lin Manuel Miranda. That's Josh a good. says Mr. Beast. I, I don't and know. Rich... I still think Betty White probably. Mine's in more of a fun way, though. <laughs> um, can I tell you something, Shay? Because I've never had a reason to bring this up on a public forum. Okay. Um, the one thing I really want to say to Lin Manuel Miranda, if I ever like met him in real life, is this is gonna be my opener. Yeah. I'd be like, Lin, Lin, I'd be like, I saw uh, Hamilton. He'd be like, Oh, great, thank you. I'd be like, You know that guy's a fascist, right? <laughs> just see what he says. Uh, I like, just see the response. Like, what are the odds that you write a play about Alexander Hamilton and you base it off the book, one book written by a guy who had no idea what the fuck he was talking about? Isn't that crazy? That that would happen? That's supposed to be historically accurate. But the thing is, like, it's when not, you're saying, like... Then why fucking do it? Then why base right. it off a real person? 
<laughs> I mean, it's a whole aren't lot there easier a to make lot up names that way? <laughs> My Dungeons that's and Dragons the, isn't that name the worst part of custom work? like you you go to any game, Baldur's Gate, anything naming your character. I'm I'm there at that screen longer than I am creating the whole rest of the thing. Whenever I uh make a barbarian, I name it after a football player. <laughs> Makes sense. Just you simplify things for yourself. My half orc barbarian's name is Gronk. Okay. It's a good barbarian name. Yeah, I mean it works. Works. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda should have named the characters in Hamilton after football players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. And not claim I, to base it off a book that claims to be a historical text. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, like, when you started this whole like story, you were yeah. like, "Can I, can I admit something, or can I say something that I've sure. never been able to say on a public forum?" I thought you were going to say something like, "I have IBS," Cock. or something like that. I have hepatitis. I am you know, so something. horny. <laughs> I'm so horny. Is anybody else so horny that their stomach hurts? <laughs> I'm so horny uh, my asshole because, is looking at because me. Because that's how horny I am. Oh, God. Where's yeah. my pocket pussy? Anyways. Um, I'll be right back. I got to book a flight. <laughs> to the nearest sex shop. <laughs> you got to take a flight there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These days. Well, all, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some go actual gaming talk. Since we are. What? Hmm. What are we? What are we pausing for? Oh, okay. Uh, oh, you didn't need to pause. <laughs> oh, you put the finger up. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. You need to pause because some of the doors opening. My roommate comes in. He goes, "Hey, I just heard someone in here so horny their stomach hurts, <laughs> and that's how horny I am." <laughs> <laughs> He, he, he you wanted to help like, a brother ooh, out. Ooh, we have a taker. <laughs> he just wanted to help somebody out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, let's talk about some fucking games since we are a video game podcast. Uh, Rich, you've been playing one game I have. as you claimed, 180 hours. I have. And that um, game is not it's, Fortnite. It's not. It's Baldur's Gate 3. The... One of the best video games, by by far, I think, the best video game that has come out this year. Um, I have beaten one run on Baldur's Gate 3. I've beaten my solo run. I have started a second solo run. I'm doing multiple full party runs with different groups. Boy, oh boy, is that game great. It is the best approximation to just straight up D&D we've ever gotten in video game format. Um... So full of content, so full of different ways to tackle all that content. Like I did so much in that first playthrough alone. Um, I was playing. Um, I made a female gnome cleric of Lythander, the Morning Lord. Uh, so I was playing all sunshine and radiance. Um, just fucking radiant damage for days. Uh, I'm playing a a dragonborn sorcerer on one of the runs I'm doing now. I'm playing a half orc barbarian on one. Just trying lots of different things. Um, pissing off in the appropriate Dungeons and Dragons way. A lot of the people I play with, uh, as I've said multiple times on that barbarian run, when we've, I've charged us headfirst into a goblin camp, um, and forced us into conflict, uh, playing with my friend Tom. And I've told him a million times, he's like, Hey, I'm, uh, sort of the, the intelligent character here. Maybe let me take a charge. And I said, Tom, I have an intelligence of seven. I think I know what I'm doing. 
says every barbarian yeah. in a mm-hmm. D&D mm-hmm. game. Yeah. I, I think I know what I'm doing here. I think I got this, Tom. But man, that, he that just sit the fuck just, down. Watching those bitch. dice rolls, watch like it is. I, I don't. It's made me want to play D and D again in a big way. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Oh, you know, I, I, I vaguely remember a few years ago we were supposed to have a sword chomp D and D campaign that I fell through. Was I? I'm fucking. I'll bring it up on air. I would love to do that for yeah. you. Yeah. To you. We we could do that around also- me. Rich and I we also get, backed that uh, that Avatar, Avatar one, RPG. I actually, it's that funny. I, I have yet to do a campaign in that. I but. have so many D and D PDFs. I would love to prepare something, and we get a hell because we're looking for any reason to scrounge together content for this. I would love to sit down, hit the record button, and just see what happens. Yeah. Hey, if you make it actually happen, I'll be there. Give me two weeks. I will make it happen. Okay. Two weeks to prepare is what I mean. Okay. I'm going to put it in my calendar right now, and I'm going to ask you in two weeks. You can do that. I will I will literally... I'm off tomorrow. I will start tomorrow. All right. All right. I'm making a note right now. There's particularly... I have, I have a... Rich about D&D campaign. If you, guys, if you guys are interested, I'm going to run this one by you now, because I have plenty of source books, but I have one I never got to use yet yeah. uh, called Keys to the Golden Vault which is a series of heist theme one shots that can be strung together into a campaign. Huh. Hey man, that's you're, you're, you're the DM. So it's just, I believe it's a, a, a like seven consecutive heists that like up in difficulty yeah. and they can narratively be structured as a campaign or you can run them all independently as one shots. That's neat. Hmm. Which I think is a cool way to build a source book. Yeah. Yeah. That, I like that. I like, I like it just that. as an idea for something you can just kind of pull from as as needed. Um, also, I love the idea of general like heist theme D and D adventures because there's something about like going in as the DM and going, "Hey, you guys do." I, I'm we'll get Ray involved in this too because I think we should have a party of at least three. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of being like, "Hey, look, it's heist theme, so I think you should have at least one rogue. You should probably have someone more intelligent." But also, I love the idea of a team of thieves that has like a barbarian because it's like when shit hits the fan, he's our muscle. Yeah, yeah, no, I like that. I I think one of the, one of the last campaigns I did, I was playing a rogue, and dear lord, I I had four or five nights where I didn't roll anything higher than a seven. Um, it was was, it, was that your rogue's name, dear lord? I mean. I, I, by the time I was done, yes, like I had, it was, it was, it was the biggest shit show of me trying, trying to do roguish things and just, just failing, failing miser- but miserably, there's so much fun the in that entire night. There's so much fun in that. That's what I love about D and D. Like one of my favorite characters I ever ran, I ran a Goliath, a half giant, um, barbarian whose entire thing was my stats were not specced properly to be a barbarian. <laughs> I was the runt of the litter of my Goliath tribe and yeah. I was kicked out of my tribe for becoming literate because I just wanted to be a poet. <laughs> Everyone expected me to become a big bad barbarian, but I just wanted to be a poet. That's perfect. I yeah. like anime. I like anime. You can channel that into it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, man, like the the way they've adapted D&D rules for this, 
it's so great. Every act of that game is huge and has tons of moving parts going on. And depending on what you've done, where they feed into larger quests, like you're 40 hours into that game before you even get to the city of Baldur's Gate. And so much has happened um, that all sort of comes to a head there that leaves into like all these different directions you can go. The final confrontation is massive. Um, having played a cleric on my first run, I was really interested going in because for anyone who's unaware, the level cap in Baldur's Gate 3 is 12. And that's very specifically 12 for a reason, which is because in five in Dungeons and Dragons 5e, which this is based on, after level 12, characters start to get a little ridiculous. Like they're challenging God's level of ridiculous. They have abilities that would be hard to translate into a straight video game. Yeah. Um, one ability in particular I was concerned about how they were going to do it is uh, clerics in 5e have an ability at level 10 called divine intervention, which allows them to pray to their God for a divine intervention. And the way it works in tabletop typically is once I think it's every like few weeks in game, it can be channeled and you pray to your God and there's a chance they'll answer your prayer in a way that the DM deems the way it works in this, which I think is a great way to do it is it's a one time use ability. You can use it once, but it works, period. And there's a few different ways you could do it. You could channel it into straight damage on everything in the area. You could channel it into healing and even bringing back to life all allies in the area. And you can channel it into, like, we need supplies, and it'll literally manifest chests with, like, equipment and potions and gold. Hmm. Um, the way I ended up using it in my playthrough is, uh, keeping it spoiler light, uh, a certain character story path led me into the temple of the clerics of Shar and uh, the goddess of darkness and I was surrounded in the basement of their temple by no less than 30 clerics of Shar and I went oh fuck this is gonna go pretty bad so I just had Lythander the morning lord roll straight radiant damage and kill all 40 of them in one go there you go damn and i was like "Woo, that was close guys i thought i thought, I thought our goose was cooked back there but <laughs> it's just so cool to see like abilities like that channeled in to see uh like running the druids in the party where it's like i saw a dinosaur today so now i can turn into a dinosaur <laughs> yep. like the world building all the it's not only is it great to see like the D&D license used in such a fun way in a way it hasn't been used in a long time. There's so many weird things that can happen. This feels truly, and it is appropriate considering it's Larry and picking up the torch where Bioware left it off with Baldur's Gate. This feels like prime, a prime Bioware era RPG. Like if Bioware were still doing the shit they used to do, this feels like the kind of thing they'd be putting out. And that's, mm -hmm more than ever it has me excited to see what larian does next which with how successful yeah. this game has been i assume is baldur's gate 4 I yeah assume. i mean like I with, with how much success that this game has has had it would only make sense for yeah. them to although just put that game out i have to imagine they're also probably free to do whatever they want at this point so that's just it like divinity 2 was such a success that they were handed the actual sword coast uh which yeah. is the coast license and now they but the thing is also too like i think they could even find success with like taking this engine and just call it dlc call it standalone releases releasing smaller ones be like this is like a one shot for characters level one to five uh built on the same engine yeah i mean frankly um adapt known existing source books yeah, yeah, framework. yeah, yeah. Like this, is, this would be a really cool system to just make new campaigns for. 
Exactly. Um, that's ex- my thought. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They don't all have to be as extravagant as this because I understand the sheer amount of time that takes. Mm-hmm. May, well, like, that, take, not, not everybody wants that. Like it, this would be yeah. a cool sort of system to have like, oh, this, this is, you know, a 10 hour campaign that you and your friends can mm-hmm. go hop into and play. Um, something mm-hmm. much, much and, smaller. They can even branch out, you know, start adding some new races into these expansions that are appropriate for whatever the adventure is, add some new subclasses even, because they've had to pick and choose certain things. And I think they went with a lot of the right choices. Like, personally, I was happy to see, as somebody who loves playing uh, Barbarian in Dungeons & Dragons, they went with, they added in one of 5e's more recent uh, Barbarian subclasses. That's one of my favorites, which is the Wild Magic Barbarian. Um, which is the barbarian subclass where every time you rage, you roll on the wild magic table and something random happens, Mm. which is just cool. Like, that's just fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I wonder with the, I wonder with this game, sorry, I want to interject. No, no, please. How many people who had never played D and D or Pathfinder or anything like that after having played this game, if, if there's a sizable number or not got into it, or um, it's I think just this kind could of be like a, gateway. a continuation of that. I think this could be a gateway for a lot of people. Because, so, like, yeah, it does. It's been so long since 1 and 2 came out. And also, just frankly, in the discussions of those games, no one mentions that Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 are D&D games. So they've kind of got this mystique of... Oh, these are some great games that I heard about forever ago. There's because a new those, one coming yeah. out. Let me let me go try it out. And, and the thing is, those games are like built on systems that like they couldn't keep up with what Dungeons and Dragons was at the time, so they had yeah. to be different. Yeah. And honestly, that was another thought I had is like this engine exists now. One and two are raggedy. They could probably do with being remade in this engine. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you consider the connections are deeper to one and two than people realize. There are two returning party members from one and two um other returning characters that pop up but also both of those characters don't make an appearance uh as possible recruitable party members until like 40 hours in and it's one of those situations where you're kind of like oh this is going to be completely lost on a lot of people like the literal last recruitable party member is uh minsk from the original Baldur's gate yeah. Mm. And one of the things I absolutely love about recruiting him is this story has one of your party members is a Githyanki from the astral plane. Um, so you're finally able to deliver on the running joke from the original Baldur's Gate where Minsk's uh, ranger hamster companion, Boo, he would always say is an astral hamster. And everybody's like, yeah, sure. And now your Githyanki party member being like, no, that's a real thing. Like, he's not <laughs> lying. That's real. Like... <laughs> That's good shit, man. That's good. So do you, are you going to continue to play it in the oh, foreseeable yeah. future? You Absolutely. Think? There's so many different. What I'm doing now is um, the current solo playthrough I'm doing is uh, much like I'll explain this as briefly as I can. Much like uh, in Divinity 2, they have the origin character system where mm-hmm. instead of just creating a character, you can choose to play as one of the pre-existing party members and make them your main main character. Mm-hmm. Um, but this also has a, a origin called the Dark Urge, which if you don't pick that, that character does not appear in the game. Um, I am doing a solo run as the Dark Urge now, and the whole idea of this character is um, you can make them whatever you want, but by default, they are a dragonborn sorcerer. And when they wake up at the beginning of the game, 
Uh, all the characters have the Mind Flayer Parasite in them. That's the main hook of the adventure. But the Dark Urge does not remember who they are. All they know is they have a inst- instinct and a sort of bloodlust. Like, they, they want to kill. Mm. And there is a storyline, if you're playing that, that kind of plays out of you sort of learning who you were, what happened to you. You can either lean into it, which honestly is kind of, from what I could tell, the more boring way to play it, mm. or try and resist it. Um, and it would seem from what I can glean so far, um, the, the dark urge has strong connections to the murder God in the D and D universe, the murder God ball, who is the main villain of Baldur's gate two. Hmm. So there's some deep connection there. So I'm interested That's to see neat. where that goes. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Game is good as hell. I, I've heard I'm hell is to put is not away a thousand good. hours to get to that at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Just keep just keep chucking it in as I watch the hours grow, um, and love every goddamn minute of it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's dope, man. Maybe like like Josh said, maybe someday. Maybe also uh, in the the pet the dog, uh, you know, fashion. Uh, Baldur's Gate has what I would say is a, a cut above the typical achievement for petting the dog. Uh, there is a dog companion you can get in this name Scratch, and there's naturally a uh, achievement for petting him. But there's also a much harder to get Owlbear Cub companion. And there is a achievement for petting Scratch and the Owlbear Cub at the same time called No Greater Joy. <laughs> I like that. But I'm going to continue to play the shit out of that game. Like it's it's funny. It's, you know, it's been in early access for a long time and I don't think I ever expected it to be received quite as well as it's being received. Um, and Microsoft is probably feeling really stupid for not optimizing it and basically remarking that it's going to be this kind of under the radar, like little indie RPG. And it is now one of the most popular releases in a long time. Yeah, a lot like yeah. that. A lot. I have seen a lot of uh, articles kind of improperly say that, like, um, single player games are popular again and um you know it's a surprise that people want them and i don't think it's a surprise to the average person who plays the actual consumer yeah 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 but i mean it's it's like all that aside it's really really cool to see that a single player game has been getting as much um publicity and user user base as Baldur's Gate 3. It's kind of mm-hmm. been everywhere online. It's yeah. been a, it's it's been a really good year for uh single player games and like yeah, story based games. You know, like uh obviously Tears of the Kingdom and this one and um regardless of how you feel Starfield has been doing really well. Sure. I'm glad people are enjoying it. My my as I told you before, I don't think it's bad by any stretch. My Starfield take was wow, Bethesda Shore made another one of those. And they they're they they're that's, good that's at making actually those. I'm I'm kind of glad that you're saying that because that's why I'm not playing it because everything I saw that they showed beforehand is like oh yeah no I've I've played that they sure made another one of those yeah all right mm. that's <sighs> fair well if think... you're not pl- if you're not playing that Josh what have you been playing what what uh. uh... Mostly Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm I'm two and a half thousand hours into that now. Dope. God, don't yeah, hit that slash bro. played button. Yeah, well, no, you don't want to see that. 
Yeah, I mean, if I had just the standard version, I wouldn't know that. I would I would not have slash played to find that out because I, I knew it was bad, but I'm playing the Steam version, so it just shows it to me right there every time I start the game. It's like, disgusting. It's like, yeah, no, the the but it's it's funny. Once you hit you once you pass a thousand hours, the button says, Do you need help? instead of play. Um <laughs> Whenever it's you like you've played this game, game for about 105 days. Yeah. Do you really want to play another yeah, one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but no. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you have a WoW addiction as a teenager and young adult, mm-hmm. and then you get older. Exactly. You get, a, you get a Final Fantasy XIV addiction. Your addiction gets a promotion. My, my, my addiction's matured. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. I mean, that yeah, storytelling that, that, that from Blizzard legitimately is still the, the thing I'm playing most. But I, I have played a, I don't know, good chunk of other things. I wasn't here last time, was I? So, nor, no. nor was I. Yeah. When was the last time? Maybe I was here. Was it eight I months ago? I don't remember who was no, here. No, I, I, I was going to say I wasn't I here. I, one. I was going to say year. I wasn't here. But no, we talked about recording Josh, while I was in you, Chicago, and that didn't happen. So Josh, I was you know, here you last know, time. You know what I think the confusion yeah. is? Mm-hmm. It's one of those situations where I think this is the first time in two or three recordings where we have both been here. Yeah. So it's hard to keep... We were both out at one point, but I don't know who was on the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I wasn't supposed to be here last we've time, both been tra- it, just, it didn't happen. We've both been gone. traveling yeah. a so lot. Here's what problem. happened. is The last episode is me, Rich, and Ray, and the episode before that okay. was me, Josh, and Morgan. That's right. Morgan Barnes? Yes. Mm-hmm. From the loot chest? No. <laughs> I listened to that episode, I know. From the now defunct. I this listened to that my episode. My brain has just stopped working. I'm like, there's, there's no framework to hang any of these happenings on. So, I listened yeah. to that episode in an airport. Good place for I it. Was... It was fine. <laughs> like I wouldn't subscribe to it or anything. Damn, bro! <laughs> I told you I don't listen to Sword Chop. <laughs> I like how you still do her talking as you're catching your breath, because I don't understand a single word you said. I said I told you before I don't listen to Sword Chop. Yeah, well, that's rude. I think their content is dribble. You and millions of other Americans. Mm-hmm. As a producer of that content, I think I'm qualified to say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just anyways, Josh. I'm going to go hey. pee. Make something interesting happen while I do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I guess since I've been out for a while, um, yeah, I've been, I've been playing a lot. Like, I think I briefly touched on Tears of the Kingdom last time. You did, yeah. Rich and I were both here, but we had just started it, so I don't know how much that more right, yeah. that's been talked about since then without me here. But mm. I can't I, I can't remember. Yeah. Regardless, I still haven't finished that. Just kinda Actually I've more or less stopped playing it at this point. Um mm. I was curious because like I haven't heard you mention it at all in yeah. our like private chats. Yeah, like, I was enjoying it a ton. Like, I still think it's great, but it's 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 just a game where I, I want to, like, turn it on and fuck around. Like, see what stupid shit I can do in this game. Mm. And not, oh man, I have to go finish the story. And because of that, I just, I just haven't finished it. I've just 
every time I'm on there, I'm like, well, I, I could do some, you know, dungeons or, or try to do a quest or something. Or I could see if I could build, you know, a rotisserie to, to cook me some Koroks on. Um, like, <laughs> just, you know, like, what, what dumb shit can you do in this game? And that's just kind of right. how it's ended up being. And so I'm, I'm nowhere near finishing the damn thing still. Um, you and millions of other gamers. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, no, no closer to actually finishing that since last time. Um, yeah, playing that, playing Pikmin 4, which... I've Pikmin also, 4 is pretty good. Yeah, I've also been doing that one slowly because I've had a bunch of traveling this summer. So I've kind of had Pikmin 4 as my... Well, I'll, I'll bring my Switch with me and play some more of that. Um, I've been playing that one time. so slowly, I forgot I had it. Yeah, 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 same, same. I took like a week or two off and then I got to Chicago. I'm like, oh yeah, I've, I've got fucking Pikmin 4 to still play. And yeah, did a, you know, a few more days of that. Um, I think Rich talked about that last time. Oh yeah, I did, yeah. And Rich. I did, yeah. it's very good. It's, it is, it is very good. It is so much just the culmination of every other Pikmin game. Like, hey, what, what cool thing have we done in all the other Pikmins? Add it to this one. Whether it desert, you know, has any reason to still be here or not, like this, this one has rock Pikmin and the purple Pikmin. Why? They're both basically both basically the same thing, but we took but the minor you, minor differences and decided, okay, they both need need to be here for some reason now. Um, and I talked a little bit about uh, last time the uh, the night expeditions they added, which yeah. I think are really cool with yeah. the the glow Pikmin. Yeah, those ones are fun. That's a neat one with. Uh, you know, kind of more tower defensey. Tower defensey parts of it I like. Parts of it I feel like are oversimplified. Can agree I, with I, that. I don't know if you hit on this, but the glow Pikmin. Whenever you switch commanders, which in this one it's not different crew members, it's you and the dog. Whenever yeah. you switch to the other one, your glow Pikmin automatically just teleport. Uh, well, I guess your, they are pretty much other commander, as far as I can tell. So. Yeah. Which means you're always fighting at full strength wherever you decide to move both characters, mm. which I imagine makes the life a whole lot easier, but also makes me feel like, oh, I don't have to pick where I want, you know, my stronger force to, like, go push somewhere and then, like, oh, I'll just have, a, like, a little dinky force here, so I need to make sure I have something to defend. No, you're fighting at full strength everywhere you are all the time, and it really is more about just making sure you're where you want to be instead mm. of any sort of strategizing around your sure. force. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not. It's definitely easier for them really focusing on more of the combat. So it, Yeah, absolutely. It, it probably is for the best, just given the general, you know, the audience. You don't want to completely alienate people who aren't really in it for that, but I don't know. I, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. I kind of also kind of wild that this is like the best-selling Pikmin ever by like such a ridiculous margin, which just proves that the audience is there. Y yeah, um, and it's yeah, nice absolutely. to have all of the now that they you know briefly before Pikmin Four launch. Now we have all four Pikmin games on the same console, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, because Pikmin really is. One is still by far the most challenging Pikmin, and it's the one I mm -hmm. at some point I would like to sit down and go back to because it's so much more of like an arcadey experience. Yeah, I wanted to go back to it since they you know, 
released it, but also I'm I really wanted the physical versions of all of them. Like I, I sure. want physical versions for the Switch that like that all work there. So I'm still waiting, and that physical version doesn't come out until I'm doing the same November? with that. Yeah, I think it's November when mm-hmm. when the one and two collection. I believe so. Something something like that. So yeah, I have. I'm doing the same for those Switch in particular. Yet. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still absolutely loving Pikmin Four. It is great. Um. Just, just Damn. everything I've been playing, I've been kind of slowly picking at. Is the thing I love the Olimar heel turn. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. Um, he's a bad guy. It's uh, he might be infected. He might have like the AIDS. Uh-huh. Space. Actually, you know what? I just realized. Um, that game takes place on Earth, so it's probably COVID nineteen that he has. Probably. That's probably what turned him evil. Makes Spoilers sense. Spoilers for Pikmin Four. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's sad. Yeah, playing a bunch of Pikmin Four. Mm. That's been Pikmin Four, picking away Tears of the Kingdom. When you remember, you own it. When I remember, I own it. Although at this point, it's been it's been weeks since I've played any Tears of the Kingdom, and I I don't know. I have a hard time seeing myself finishing that this year, just given everything. I'm else. pretty much right there, but I never finished it either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every time I turn it on, I want to screw around and do something other than the story in that game. So it just never happens. Yeah. Um, so the, do the, you the think only times that... I've continued the story okay. is when it's like, oh, I'm seeing somebody, oh, they're 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 doing shit that I haven't even unlocked yet. Like I I apparently need to progress the story in order to to get these new tools to screw around with. Um, mm. Which we mentioned that the first time we were playing the game, how. Like, oh, you you absolutely need to do the first couple quests so you have access to all this stuff, and that keeps happening. You keep getting new stuff that you can screw around with, like, through the entire campaign. Like, I like mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Which is, that's a good way to do it. It's a good way to do this sort of game where the fun is fucking around. Like, continue to give you new stuff to fuck around with, which, like, Breath of the Wild, you get all your tools right off the bat. And I think that's mostly great. Um but it's a different type of game. The balance here yeah. is um, it gives you 99% of what you need. Oh, yeah. The yeah. rest of the stuff is kind of like minutia. A lot of it's quality of life tools, like getting that auto build tool. Yeah. Uh, was the thing I prioritized in that game. Yeah. Yeah. That. So do you think like Breath of the Wild objectively or Tears of the Kingdom is the better game? I uh, think, mm, well, you you go first, Josh. I have thoughts on this. I think they're very different. They're oh, for very sure. Different. Um, like again, Tears of the Kingdom. The fun. This is this is this is this is just Nintendo Scaries mod, and for all intents and purposes, this is a game about fucking around. Um, mm. I I I think Breath of the Wild is better, but that's fuck. It's 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 preference. It is absolutely preference because Breath of the Wild is about storytelling and about exploration. The storytelling in both these games is bad. Period. Nintendo still is not doing this well. Storytelling is worse in this one, but still. I think it's better in this one. And by better, I think I mean there's more of a story. Well, yeah, the delivery mechanism not great. Yeah. Um, 
I I would argue that I think Tears of the Kingdom is an objectively better game just because it builds upon the foundation that was already there and was already great. But Breath of the Wild will always be better for me and I think for a lot of people because you can't recapture the lightning in a bottle that was how amazing that game was mm. when it launched. Like what a a step yeah. in that direction it was can't be repeated. Right. Well, I think the exploration is just better period because you have less tools sure like, oh i want to go to the get to that mountain it's it's a process to go get to the top of this mountain like oh there's there's cold weather here i've got to think how i'm i'm doing stuff whereas tears of the kingdom you can get there 45 different ways and yeah. the fun is finding the dumbest goddamn way to do it i'm going to strap a mine cart to this rocket yeah um, I think, I think that's like one, like one of the things that's kind of barred me from actually buying and playing that game mm-hmm. besides time is just is like, you want to wait six years to do it. Like you did with the first one. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. No, the, the, the big thing there is like, I think limitations in general are such an important part of like, not only ingenuity, but fun in a game, you know, like not to say that there's not limitations in this game, but like. I think it would be fun to do, you know, like do whatever you your mind can think of to create and do. Yeah. But when you are I mean, it you look at human history when when we are No, thank you. <laughs> when we are basically put at with our backs against the wall that we always figure out ways to innovate and create and move forward and that's kind of granted yeah. it's not at the same scale as something like inventing something or anything like that, but when you're playing Breath of the Wild, that's such a big key component is, like you said, if I want to get to the top of this mountain, how do I go about that? You know, that's that's not something you just, oh, I'm going to build something and do it. It's, yeah, you got to figure out the way to do that. And that's that kind of the, over there? the fun of the game is figuring out the quote unquote environmental puzzle of how to get from yeah. a, point A to point B. And if a game kind of like takes that, challenge away for me personally <coughs> it's not as interesting or as exciting not yeah. that it's, and it, bad. it's not even it's strictly just... there or not strictly taken away but it seems like the challenge is less the exploration itself than like in it this almost feels like going directly into like the master mode dlc that came out because right. there is stuff in this game that will one shot you all over the place in tears of the kingdom um, mm. right off mm-hmm. the bat but you don't have to even do the combat in this game like there are so many ridiculous ways to cheese everything mm. that it seems like they're kind of trying to teach you right off the bat like why why why, why would you learn all the timings and have this combat absolutely mastered when you know you, you can you throw a mushroom at them and, and confuse the rest of their friends and they'll just fight each other. Like, the, the game is so much more around finding a way completely around something uh, right. than overcoming. Like, it's... it's Which I, I like. There's, there's a part of that that I really like. It, it feels an awful lot like Neon White where, like, the point is we're teaching you how to break our game. Yeah, we're going to teach you all these systems so you can then 
break it. Yeah, yeah. This this very much feels like that. Like, how can you screw around and yeah? But and neon white that much more a, completely around a problem instead of through it. Neon white mm. that more direct line of like, I'm going to show you something. Then in the next stage, I'm going to show you, here's an idea of how you could have broken that. And yep. then, then you're going to want to implement that in other spots going forward. Yeah. And that, that is so much of that is the, the loop and tears of the kingdom. Um, sure. Which I like, I, I really like, but I feel like just as a kind of cohesive experience, I feel like breath of the wild is more of just like, coming into this world and, and living there, exploring the whole place. And just, I, I feel more invested, I guess, because I'm mm. not just screwing around. Right. Like there, there is still dumb stuff you can do in that game. Um, but not, not to this degree. Mm. So, right. Right. Okay. So two different experiences set yeah. in the same World, universe, area, however you want to word that. Yeah, and uh, yeah. All yeah. of those things. Exactly. Yep. Thanks for coming. Yes to all of the above. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. No. I'm Ted. I'm a talk. I don't know what a TED talk is. <laughs> I'm not really a waiter. Yeah. I'm not really a waiter. What's this? It's like tiny erectile dysfunction or something? It's- I believe it's technology uh, erectile dysfunction dismemberment okay 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 i think the d stands for dinosaurs though that would make more sense yeah yeah i like dinosaurs they're cool they're cool they're objectively cool Mm -hmm. when you're an adult no one asks you what your favorite dinosaur is and that's a shame shame. like the fact that that's not on every job application i was gonna say that should be the first question right like that how 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 have we built a society where that's not something you ask anytime you meet someone. It should new. be the first thing you want to know. It's on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have a Tinder profile. <laughs> no, but when I had one, it was mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. You better fucking believe it. Yeah. yeah. I think that is a good like, how do you opening think line I'm, question. What's your you favorite th- dinosaur? How do right? you think I'm drowning in puss? <laughs> That you know, coincidentally, that's the name of my favorite dinosaur. That's the name, that's the name of my drowning in pussimus. <laughs> it's like that aquatic one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mainly oh. found it in bogs and swamps. Mm. 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 By drowning in <laughs> puss, I mean one person lets me have sex with them. <laughs> You know, you should probably send that person flowers once a week for I, I, Yeah, I really should. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the cards got. I gotta go to the... Dear mm-hmm. blank, thanks for letting me drown yeah. in your puss. Speak, speak, speaking Sincerely of which, any, anyone else who's listening, just pause the show, order the flowers, come back, we'll we yeah. understand. We'll be here. I gotta mm-hmm. go to the, the post, I gotta go to the post office tomorrow, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know... If if we have enough listeners to spark a movement, mm-hmm. go Flower to your significant other. Just, just overthrow the government. Well, not that. Uh, yeah, no, do start, it. Let's overthrow, start smaller, Rich. Go start siege smaller. the capital. Let's start smaller. You do whatever uh, you like. You know, 
grab some flowers or some chocolates. Go to the Capitol. Make some dinner. Go to your significant other and say, hey, thanks for letting me have sex with you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Set fire to a government building. If you're asexual, which uh, we don't want to leave those people out, same thing. But they, instead they of saying thanks for let me have that's sex the with whole, you. That's the whole thing. No, they want to be <laughs> That's their <laughs> entire thing. That's what they're into. I think it's a case. No, just, you know, go to your significant other. Hey, thanks for letting me cuddle you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. thanks for letting me cuddle you. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think that'd be a nice gesture. I think so. Yeah. But games. Josh, have you been playing anything else? I, actually, yes, because it's been a while. I, I've actually played a few things. Like, the last couple times I've been in, we've had a show, I've played nothing. Absolutely nothing. And then we took a break, and then a, a million things came out that I wanted to play. Um, Same here. I just haven't played any of them. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's hard to tear yourself away. But, um... What, what what do we talk about next? Everything. Uh. <laughs> uh. Uh, viewfinder. That's one that I've been waiting for for a while. I, I feel like we mentioned that on the show at some point when it was like first shown off at like an E3 or I don't even other, remember. Show. I gotta look that up. Yeah, yeah. Viewfinder is a first-person puzzle game that I'm sure you've seen Oh yes, 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 at some point online with, with the, the conceit being that you can take pictures of things and then place them in the world. But when you place them, that's then a physical like portal through... Like it's, it replaces whatever was there that picture is now reality in the world, um, which okay. um, some, some games have done this before in 2D because it's a whole hell of a lot easier to implement in 2D than in 3D, where it takes a picture and basically there's a huge, you know, cone out from the camera that is it's it is replacing reality in the entire view of what that camera is all the way out to infinity um, mm. that is then replaced with whatever was in the picture. Um, right. Which is such a powerful ability in a puzzle game that it actually makes the puzzles fairly easy once you understand the tools. Mm. Um, like there's which is a positive and, and a negative, sort of the whole thinking with portals thing. Like, you, you know how quickly you can blow through portal once you understand how that works? This, this is a similar right. sort of situation. Once you understand, oh, I can put this thing, I'll, I'll just take a picture of that and throw it over here. Like, that's, there's, it's so powerful that it kind of just deletes every puzzle after you have that. And they, they kind of, mm. they get around that by, uh, at a certain point giving you it's oh it's a polaroid camera you take a picture and you you know pull that polaroid out and then put it somewhere in in physical space and so they they are they're able to put limits on it by oh you only have one shot in this level you can only take one picture and they kind of that's how they reel it back in in order to make okay. you think about what you're 
actually doing instead of just picture here, picture here, and you know, put stuff exactly where you want it. Actually, right. actually. Um, it's neat. The uh, the the game is beautiful because as it's really um, kind of the the conceit of why this works is that it's it's completely a virtual world. Um. Mm. That you know, people these these scientists were working on something. I'm trying not to spoil everything here, but basically they're they're that's, working on this yeah. thing, and it, it was you know the world you're in is artificial anyway, so that's that's how it makes sense. Like how how would you tell a story in this world? I don't frankly think you needed to. Uh, is kind of what it boils down to because they're telling a really heavy-handed, like climate change story which not that i disagree with them on anything it's more so that like (sighs) it's super heavy-handed like there's there's not a not a bit of finesse to how anything is is done narratively in here um which Mm. you know Marvel's the biggest franchise on the planet. Maybe that's how maybe that's how we tell stories now. So <laughs> um unfortunately. Yeah, um I've mostly really loved it. There's there's near the end they get to a section where you've not had this be a thing at all. And then all of a sudden they decide, "Okay, the puzzles are timed now. And I think the inspiration is the very end hidden like puzzle gauntlet in The mm-hmm. Witness, which is mm-hmm. procedurally generated every time you go through it. The point is mastery. This right. is not procedurally generated. And the time limit is fairly strict. So you end up replaying the same puzzles identically until you memorize them. Um, which is not great. It's I I feel like they completely missed the point of what was going on there in that puzzle gauntlet in the witness. Um, Nate. Because cause it's it's because it's not procedurally generated. You're not learning mastery. You're memorizing, and that completely screws up what you're actually doing there. Yeah, it's a d- different scenario for sure. Um, Maybe it has something to do with like climate change, like the the narrative of that saying like you're running out of time. Yeah, out of yeah. time. Maybe maybe, but like also. <laughs> I, I I'll, I'll I'll I can. I can accept that as like a okay narratively it makes sense but also it's just not it just doesn't work it's not fun because you literally you don't have to redo any other puzzle and then all of a sudden okay you you need to do this section perfectly and none of the puzzles are still none of the puzzles are hard it's just that it's more about processing what's even there how quickly you're going to memorize the thing because you might not have time to even see some of the end puzzles there. It's just, it's not great. Just mechanically, it's, it's not a, I don't think it was 
the right call there, and it really sure. throws a roadblock in the way of again. The tool set is so powerful that you can start to just really blow through the rest of the game and you get to this one section and it just kind of grinds to a halt. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of ruins your momentum then. Yeah. Fucking HJ. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I to make you guys laugh, and I made myself laugh you more than me I... lose my shit <laughs> several times over. A little peel back the curtain for the the paragraph. Yes. Shade. I remember this. I yeah. remember this. <laughs> this like ancient meme. Yeah. <laughs> There's anyway. a real intense wall of text in our chat right now that <laughs> I really don't want to get into. <laughs> You know, uh, I don't remember I'll, was if it was like a Facebook thing or whatever. But anyway, yeah. the the obvious eight year old little shit who who pretends to be a marine and, and yeah, like, yeah. threatens somebody what the online. Fuck did you fucking say about me, you little bitch? Yeah, Look at that one. yeah, yeah. I felt so bad. Memory. Josh is trying to make like an actual point that I'm trying to listen to, and I'm literally here, sla- like muting my mic and slamming my fist on the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad about it because I, I thought I was gonna break Josh, and I ended up breaking myself more. Yeah, yeah. You played yourself. I did. Congratulations. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but that game actually does sound really interesting. Uh, like, I know it probably sounded like I wasn't paying attention to my stifled laughter. But that's laughter. because I wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah I think but it's no, it actually sounds really currently dope. only on PC, which is, you know, kind of makes sense given... Which stands for uh, personal computer. I mean... Kind of... If you can mentally wrap your head around what I was explaining there of what you can physically do of taking a picture of something. And it's not just the thing. It's the entire... For infinity, the entire viewfinder, hence the name, um, of this camera out to infinity that is then copied Mm -hmm. and pasted into the world, uh, which you can use to create infinite loops of things which of course the first time i hit a set you know a situation where i could do that i instantly did like let's see what we can do and i took this thing and i you know repeated the level out at an exponential factor to the point where i eventually took this game that's running extremely well considering what it, it, the game has to be cpu locked at at a certain point because it sure. can just balloon out i got this thing down to about one frame per, per second because i just I, I i fucked around and and got it to that point um mm. you'd have to put some even more strict limits on it to not get it to just completely break a console is kind of the, right. the reason i think this one actually needs to be on pc currently um you'd, you'd have to really rein it in rein yeah. it in or or put some sort of instead of letting me do the stupid shit i did be like narratively right, because down, it's idiot. in a simulation you could have it be like oh no like oh you, you broke it like the simulation can't handle this like narratively you can even put stuff on there in order to be like 
no, no, dude. <laughs> like, don't, don't do this. Don't, please, don't, please don't try to brick your PS5. Um, and then just it's, reset the level back to before you did something that insane. Um, it's going to be a no from me, dog. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's doable. It's just, it's going to be a little bit more intense of a, sure. of a porting process in order to yeah, just kill it. Trigger, trigger limits. Yeah. Yeah. Especially since, since the CPU is kind of the weak point of all the current gen consoles. They just, they, like they God really intended. increased the amount of power behind the GPUs in, in the current gen, but those CPUs didn't get touched. Nope. Um, nope, nope, nope. So anyway, um, yeah, fun thing, super fun to, you know, just to play around with this set of tools, which I, I always love games that are doing something just that ridiculous. That's, I loved Portal. This feels like a similar sort of, man, this just came out of nowhere. This is such a cool thing in order to, you know, physically move around in this world. It's yeah, I heard some other folks talking about this, so I'm glad to hear. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. What, what, what the fuck did next? you? <laughs> Sorry, I sh- we shouldn't. I shouldn't have interrupted him. I should have waited for him to read the entire page there. Of- <laughs> the fuck did you just fucking say about me, you little bitch? Oh, you know, I graduated top of my class in the Navy SEALs, and I've been involved in numerous secret raids on Al Qaeda, and I have over 300 confirmed kills. I'm trained in guerrilla warfare, and I'm the top sniper in the entire U.S. Armed Forces. You are nothing to me but just another target. I will wipe you the fuck out with precision, the likes of which you have never seen before on this earth. Mark my fucking words. You think you can get away with saying that shit to me over the internet? Think again, fucker. As we speak, I am contacting my secret network of spies across the USA, and your IP is being traced right now, so you better prepare for the storm, maggot. The storm that wipes out the pathetic little thing you call your life. You're fucking dead, kid. I can be anywhere, anytime, and I can kill you in over 700 ways, and that's just with my bare hands. Not only am I extensively trained in unarmed combat, but I have access to the entire arsenal of the United States Marine Corps, and I will use it to its full extent to wipe your miserable ass off the face of the continent, you little shit. If only you could have known what unholy retribution your little clever comment was about to bring down upon you. Maybe you would have held your fucking tongue, but you couldn't. You didn't, and now you're paying the price, you goddamn idiot. I will shit fury all over you and and you will drown in it. You're fucking dead, kiddo. Yes. End scene. Yeah. Uh... Perfect. Oh, was my mic on the whole time? I was just making a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I was just calling yeah. my mom. I don't. Yeah, I usually talk to my folks on the weekends, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I wanted to check in, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, yeah. I I I love that. I I don't care how old it is; it never gets old. Some some memes are yeah, just timeless. Timeless. It's you know. It's kind of sad seeing some of the memes that actually have died and like, you know, finding them on your phone or whatever. Like, oh, I, I saved this one because it was so good and, and no one's mentioned mm. it in, you know, a decade it's, and a half. Has not come up in the way I thought it might. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of sad. How you doing? Um, Hi. Yeah, I've been I've it I've been playing ga- game. I've been playing game. Okay. So, 
I think I talked about this on the last show. You know, I did some English summer camps and uh, over this, obviously over the summer. And some of my students were playing Pokemon Unite. Right? Ah. And it looked like fun. There are all these new characters, all these new Pokemon yeah. introduced into the game. And I was like, oh, shit, you guys play that game? And they're like, yeah. Have you ever played? I was like, yeah, I played it a lot last year. And we were just talking about the different Pokemon and stuff. And um, after I, I watched them play it pretty much every break chance or chance they had for a break for four days. Mm. And then I was like, shit. I kind of want to play this. So then I, you know, when I got back home, um, I booted it up. And I saw how many new Pokemon they had introduced since the last time I played. And they had this big Mewtwo event, all the stuff. And I was like, I'll just play for like two, three days. (laughs) You know, just get it out of my system and put it down and not play it again. And. Josh, you, you know how the story is going to end because it always ends the same way with me. Yeah, yeah. Every time I get brought into garbage and I keep the garbage in my life. and You're God's born loser, you know that? And unfortunately, it's been a month and a half since I've been playing this game. Yeah, yeah. Every are you, day. Are you going to play the Shonen uh, MOBA? No. You don't want to be Luffy? No. It's not that. It's just it's on PC only, probably, right? I have no idea. I don't, know, only I don't know when it comes out. Okay. But either way, either way, I've been playing this game for a month and a half every day with yeah. minimal signs of stopping, and I'm really disappointed in myself. No, okay. I mean, it's understandable. We like, were already pretty disappointed yeah, in you, Yeah, since but... you're currently not, a, you know, playing PC and stuff. Like, frankly, MOBAs need to be simplified. I, I think I mentioned this when Unite first came out, but, like, the the games are too bloated. Dota's too bloated. League of Legends is way too fucking bloated. Like, I think Here's the Storm really pared things back to what actually mattered in, a, in the in genre. A, in a pr- I really like Here's the Storm for a while. Like, yeah, that yeah. was... Mm. It had more fun with, like, like unique, like, characters themselves really yeah, shaking yeah. up how the game was played. Exactly, and I feel like this really captured an awful lot of the same magic that was there. Mm. And then also, it was, you know, it's mm. on consoles, so everybody can play it. And was um, using one of the most recognizable brands in the world. Exactly. Like, there's, there's absolutely something to be said for this game. I just... I hated the way it was monetized with the, you know, like, pay-to-win type crap that felt like oh yeah if i want to be competitive i've got to either pay or just you know grind i didn't want to be completely suboptimally for forever and i didn't want to be competitive i just wanted to keep playing cramorant but he wasn't uh, viable in that way anymore Mm -hmm. which like i just wanted to be the silly bird choking on a pikachu that's all i wanted yeah hey actually cramorant slams puss he came back around he came back around Mm -hmm. he's not he's not like the highest is Gengar Caliber. still like God tier? No. No? I don't want to play Mewtwo's, that. Mewtwo's in a tier all unto himself. Like, basically, if you don't have a Mewtwo on your team, your team is destined to fail. Mm. So it's finally a real MOBA. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, pretty much. Yes. Sort Where of, is... A lot of that is kind of overblown because people are 
complete fucking toddlers on the internet and and think if they have you know anything that's not completely meta they're just oh i'm just gonna give up and uh, yeah guys a little indie company called steam just released a game called counter-strike 2 i wish them luck yeah Hope that works out yeah, for them. I, I heard about that i, I you know I, I don't know i don't know if that's gonna catch on maybe 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 people will you know try it out at some point i, I, I wish them luck yeah you know that that you were mentioning that rich gengar is actually in the worst tier right now mm. well i'm gonna kill yeah, i saw right after i stopped playing that it seemed like they were kind of i think the reason he was so good is that he had a ton of lifesteal shit for the longest mm. time and they they kept right. nerfing over and over again the amount of lifesteal you'd actually get to the point where gengar was just really ridiculously squishy Mm, None of sucks. it actually mm. healed him up enough. It didn't balance it, it just made him shitty. Yeah, yeah, because that was kind of half the kit was, oh, I'm going to do stupid shit that should get me killed, but I'm I'm healing up enough that I can, that it I won't can survive matter. it. And now you can't. Right. Interesting. Yep. Yep. But, nah, he's, uh, he's, uh, garbage right now, currently. Shame. That's what I say. But the the good news is I actually did have been playing a little bit of another game. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this game. It came out 2020 um, as released by an indie company called CD Projekt Red. Uh, the game is oh, called the Witcher 3. Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077. I've heard of it. Uh, yeah. Well, so I've been playing that game because I for some reason I had the impression that the DLC was going to be free. I don't know why I was under that impression. Because you don't know how to read. That's probably true. But I had been, you know, replaying through the game a little bit here and there to prepare for the DLC. And then um, my friend told me that it's $30, and I said, fuck that, Uh and complained about it, which I'll do that in a minute. But um, I did want to say this about uh, Cyberpunk. The last time I had played it and I tested it out, the the glitches had gotten better, but they weren't fixed. At this yeah. point, I've only ran into one glitch, and I played it for about 15 hours. Wow. So it's a video game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much a proper playing game. It, I, I made a joke. It's out of its alpha phase three years later. Yeah. Uh, essentially. Um, but the game runs smoothly now. I'm not going to say it looks great 100% of the time. I'm not going to say there's not any pop-in, nothing like that. But um, that's not something that's ever mattered to me. Like, that's a huge game. I wouldn't expect that. Like, Yeah, yeah, for sure. For I'm sure. not It runs better now. It runs better now is, is, the, is the great thing about that. Um, it doesn't feel as hollow as it did. I would say it still does to some degree, okay. but not does as much as it world did. world feel first... more populated? It does. It okay. Does. It's not perfect. You know, there, there was one moment where, like, I was talking to somebody and there was nobody behind them. And then I turned around and there were a bunch of people that suddenly appeared behind me. And then I looked back at them and suddenly there were people behind him. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that like, it's not a big deal, you know? I mean, I don't feel like you're like, being fair. That happens to me in real life sometimes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, it's not, it's not the end of the world. But yeah. um, it, it, it does play better is what I wanted to say, essentially. More um, gooder. It's, yeah, it's better than it was. Good. Which, 
you know, I didn't have. I may have to eventually breaking issues, game. but I, yeah, because I was yeah. I did finish it, but I feel like I might want to go back at some point and play it, like because I don't remember much. Um, and it's one of those things I'm where, like, surprised at how little I remember. To be it's one of those things where, like, I bet stuff has changed. Like, I we might be at the point where it's time to, at some point, be like, all right, I'm gonna go in with fresh eyes, and just well, treat this yeah. like a a new release. The well, the th- the thing with it, it also is that they at the time when the anime had dropped last year, which is when I had yeah. tested it which, out, the anime is that great. they introduced some of the anime stuff into mm. the game. I think they did even more with the most released recent release from what I understand. Hmm. Yes. So this, this is one thing that I, I wasn't keen on. The update for the game is about 55 gigs. The update. Yes. Yes. Not the DLC, the update, the update. Yeah. It's huge. All right. Well, you know, that happens. That's, I mean, that's it's... fine. As long as it's deleting 70 gigs of, Borked shit from the original. Yeah, style. right. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what the the final cap is. I I didn't look. I should have. Yeah. But um. I mean, it makes sense it, that they'd have to does replace run. huge chunks of that executable. But I'm. I'm right. Yeah. Right. So this is like, this is my my fault for misunderstanding that the DLC wasn't going to be free. But I have such a huge fucking issue with them charging $30. And I know I know that people like people worked on this DLC and therefore, you know, they should be somehow monetarily compensated for that. I totally yeah. get that. Um I and mm-hmm. so so one part of me is like, okay, yeah, I understand why they're charging $30. But I said this to my friend who who had told me that he had bought it the $30 DLC and he's playing it currently and I told this to uh Ray the other day as we were talking privately I have such a hard time with a game that sat in alpha for three years being buggy as shit yeah um not living up to its promises purposefully you know advertising a game as to something which it really wasn't dealing with the crunch culture and all the shit that surrounded that game and then for five three years later they finally make the game good enough to play to where it doesn't feel like it's in a like alpha or beta mode anymore. And then they said, okay, we finished it. Um, now pay us $30 and just trust us again. And here's some more DLC. I have a really big issue with that. Yeah. Um, you know, especially I, looking I, at something I, like yeah. no, no man's sky where I'm not expecting them to just support that game for years and years and give away everything for free. But what I think CD Projekt Red should have done is done like two or three DLCs. And the first one that they drop, which is this Phantom Liberty DLC, um, should be free. Yeah, I don't know if they have the ability to like timestamp when you've bought something. Mm. Um, Other than like obviously, oh, I have the launch edition. <clears throat> of something like the the counts flagged that way, right? But if they have the thing flagged, like, like oh, I've owned this game for over a year, DLC should be free. Like you put up with their shit. Um, yeah, or or at the very least, if they were like, you know what, we'll sell it to you guys for ten dollars. 
you know, like or half off something. I don't discount. Okay. Well, no, like yeah. de- absolutely, if you have your account flagged as oh, I've got launch edition type stuff, anything that was like a pre-order bonus on there, that DLC should one hundred percent be free at this point because you put up with everything they, right. they did at launch. You know? And I, I have a hard time because it's like I sound like a, like a whiny gamer TM, which I, to some degree in this moment I am being, and I, I'll be yeah. completely self-reflecting on that. But at the same time, with everything that they dealt with and the fact that they kept the game... I know some people didn't have issues. Mileage may vary. I understand yeah. some people may listen to this, all two people, and think, like, I didn't have any fucking issues. I, I don't get why people are still complaining about all those issues that I never had. And I get that. Not everybody had issues, but a lot no. of people did. I had some, not nearly as groundbreaking as other people, but the fact that this game didn't feel like a fully finished product until three years later paying full price for that and then asking you to pay more money is just like to me it's a it's a we need more money the the thing is like it that issue by itself is not great but when you look at all all the other like predatory shit that we've talked about for years in the gaming industry it's just another thing you know it's it's another way yeah. for these companies I mean, like, to there's, there's, nickel there's and dime. There's a dime. couple ways to look at it. And nipple the, and boot. It's an additional campaign is a really easy way to say, oh, it, yeah, no, you should actually absolutely be paying for it. It's, it's additional, additional content. You've got a new campaign here, and there's, there's more story. Yes, but also, the game was so broken, they would have had, had, to, had to have the entire rest of the team still working on fixing everything other than the narrative people mm. like you does that mean you just don't pay them for this amount of time like obviously they're going to be working on new stuff while the rest of the game is being fixed um mm. and i i mean this this is way better than the way a lot of the rest of the industry does it which they would have absolutely the fuck laid off every writer they had on staff is what mm. most other companies would have done. So yeah. this is this is better than that. That there's yes. some job security in that, but also new content is about the only other thing they would have been doing. So right. The 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 thing that yeah. that was boggling to me is like when all that happened, they're like, you know, we we I remember the videos. They like we made a huge mistake. We're sorry. You know, the upcoming content that we release, we will give free of charge as, and that's our way of saying we're sorry. And then I remember the content they released was like a fucking in-game jacket and some kind of like motorcycle bullshit, and that's literally all they gave away. Is like oh, okay, yeah, that's that's supposed to make up for your game being borderline unplayable for many people around the world. You know, like yeah. that. How is that supposed to make up for it? Yeah, I mean, I can see both ways, but again, I think the best way Same. to to handle it would just be to have, you know, it be free to people who already own the game at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um. I don't know. Like I, I have 
it's always fascinating seeing some of these smaller companies support games forever past release. Mm. I mean, the only way they could possibly be making money is off of new sales. Like, word of mouth. Oh, it's this game's great. People should still pick it up. Mm. Part of me wonders if CD Projekt Red got too many of those sales early on that there's just not any additional sales coming in. I mean, obviously, right after the thing came out, you're not going to get additional sales from word of mouth when their game's so fucked. Um, But, like, you'd think there'd be some sort of turnaround. Like, oh, we fixed it. People come back. People, you know, buy a new, you know, buy a copy of the game. Um, I... I honestly think their lack of a proper response is why, like, if that's the case, their lack of a proper response would be it. Because, like, you look at No Man's Sky, when that game first dropped, people fucking unloaded that shit. Back when I worked at GameStop Mm -hmm. before I moved to Japan, I remember seeing that game in the bargain bin for, like, $5. People just got, like, just unloaded that game. They're like, fuck this game. We're done with it. Now it's still, like... How much does it sell for now? I think like it went back up in price because at one point it was literally like five dollars to buy. At one point, now I'm sure it's sixty dollars ne- sure on Steam. W- it's well, still I'm sixty sure, bucks. It's a well, sixty dollars. To be, to game be on fair, Steam. I'm sure it was never five dollars on Steam. Like physical console copies, I'm sure were cheap. Yeah, yeah, but like even in Japan, the physical copies have gone back up in price mm-hmm. oh i'm sure i've seen yeah. them go back up in price yeah. you know and that's that's the thing is like if if cd project red had a proper response like yeah we fucked up here's some free content some real free content and they continue to convey granted they're not a small time company like yeah, hello games Murray is in a hello different games. position than cd project red who answers to corporate overlords oh yeah. for sure for sure for sure um but if they had a proper response, I think it would have been better. I think that you would have seen um, more sales return and whatnot. And like, mm-hmm. look, there, there are people online. If you go to Twitter right now, people are talking about how good the game or whatever you want to call it. Uh, Twitter. I want to call um, it Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. No one, to. no one wants to call it anything other than that. Because doing it's so only, would be stupid. It's the, only, it's the only time in current day where dead naming is appropriate. Yeah. Other times it's not appropriate, but anyways, it's the only time on t- in my life where someone's ever said something and was like, "Yeah, we're not calling it that." The yeah the, but if you go on to Twitter and you looked at trending recently that um that cyberpunk has been trending, it has been yeah. a hot topic. So it is getting the word of mouth, and it is getting known as a game that has drastically improved so it will see an increase in sales mm-hmm. and, again, of course i like like where their money should come from at this point like they yeah. screwed up the money should come from sales not off of the people that stuck with them yeah you're definitely gonna have people who bought the game returned it refunded it and then they're gonna go about you know, be like, okay, it's good again. Maybe I will give this another try. A lot of people yeah. have been talking about. It. Of course, you're gonna have people who are like, you burn me once, that's on you. But you are gonna have other people yeah. that are fool like, fool me okay. once, fool me twice, fool me chicken soup with rice. Uh-huh. That's exactly how the thing goes. But um, anyways, you know, I don't want to harp too much on that. I, I've harped more than I had originally intended to. I will say that the base game stuff. Has improved. 
uh, quality of gameplay has improved. So, shout out to that. Um, Good. Good. Yeah. But other than that, like I like I said before the show, I've been uh, going through The Walking Dead, uh, Telltale's Walking Dead Season 2, um, again a little bit. Uh, I was doing that last year, and I'm, I stopped with Season 1 in Michonne, so I'm going through Season 2 now, and I forgot how fucking good those games are and how much I love them. Oh, yeah. So. It's been a while. It's been a while. I should it's probably, been a while. Probably go play... I'm not gonna go play. Th- don't, don't do that. Why am I saying this? This is not gonna. Why? Happen. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Just, just don't don't to commit to yourself right something that you're gonna feel bad about later on. Yeah. Like I said, I was gonna play this, but I don't have time. Yeah. Don't do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, not really much in terms of gaming. You know. Yeah. Cool. My my shitty addiction, and then my misunderstanding because I can't read. Who yeah. needs it? Yeah, who needs it reading? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but is there anything else you guys want to mention before we skid ads? Not really. Hmm. Okay. Oh, it it has been a while. Live action mm-hmm. One Piece. I don't think we're telling you anything. It's really, oh, it's really goddamn it's good. Surprisingly good. And now I'm hopeful for, um. For, you know, you know, we're like less than a month away from the uh, live-action Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, which yeah. now I'm kind of like Netflix nailed it once. Maybe. Let's see if they can do it twice in a row. Yeah, yeah. If somehow That's you true. haven't watched that yet, go watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it did they did good, they did all right job. Yeah, I I I love it. I'm I'm so back on the One Piece train. Like, oh yeah, it's nice to be like we were Shay and I and Josh and I we were all having like different conversations about like One Piece again. Just fucking like. Getting back into the the insane places the manga is at, like, fucking, we were talking literally right before this started about how, I don't know, if you're not caught up with One Piece manga, I guess disappear for now. That that Zoro Rob Lucci fight happening right now is fucking insane. Like, oh, shit is popping off. <laughs> yeah, I, I need it to pop off in my eyes. I need it to Joy Boy in my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Gear <laughs> five. Gear five. Sorry, spoilers, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. Anyways, yeah, he said that. Uh, uh, I like spoilers. Spoilers. Oh, 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 oh. That's how we're going to do our spoiler alerts going forward. Again, still mm-hmm. nothing better than the revelation of, I love, by the way, this is a weird note, because I feel like there's such like a weird presence of this on the internet, of all those like fake what Gear 5 would have looked like. They'd look like super intense, like super serious Shonen-ass drawings of what Livy would look like. And I can't love anything more than people who are like, this is stupid. It's not like tough or strong. And I'm like, I love that Luffy's like strongest form is basically Bugs Bunny. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's like, yep. Couldn't have looked any better if I it's tried. So myself. it's so amazing. and just speaks to like who that character is and how that world works that he's basically just Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Completely agreed. But I love that show. It's so good. That's all I gotta say. And if you haven't watched I'm, it yet, do yourself a favor and watch I've it. I've actually, I'll, I'll tell you guys this now live on the air because I finally set up the appointment, having conversations with multiple people. Oh, uh, what? I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I finally uh, set the appointment to get the One Piece tattoo I was always going to get years ago that I never did. All right. Which is, I'm going to get two tattoos at the same time. I'm going to get the, on my left forearm, I'm going to do the blue star. Um, 
and then I'm doing the BF37 Battle Frankie 37 on my forearm there. Perfect. I like it. I like it. You know, like my friends and I years ago when they got me into it, we were going to go do the black X on our hands. My one friend has it on his forearm and we all talked about all doing it at some point. But now I'm like, my, I need to do my tattoo a little more obscure because now uh, pretty soon, once like season two of One Piece happens in live action, everybody's going to know what that is. And then yeah. you're going to look like a well, And then you bitch. could be like a real hipster. Like, oh, I got it before everyone else. Yeah, but I don't want to be that guy. Like mine yeah. is like just obscure enough that like I could be like, all right, I don't have to answer a ton of questions about like, what's BF37? I'm like, well, idiot. If you're a real fan, you'd know that stands for Battle Frankie 37. Be like, well, I have to explain. It's BF37 because Frankie's body is his 37th battleship, and you got, and, I, and I'm the nerd. Yeah. Or you could say it's like, it's your sunscreen. It stands for butt fucking. Yep. I've done it 37 times. Yep. Such a bitch updating this tattoo. Every time. <laughs> yeah, I fucked butts thirty-seven times. I I had it done at thirty-one, and then six later, I just added this line. I don't yep. know. I, I'm gonna wait until we get I, in two more. I'm gonna just turn that into a nine. Yeah. And I'll do six. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Fuck out of here. Um, before we do that, I got to do some housekeeping. I want to say a special thank you to our patrons, Bernadette, Clark, James, and Sandwich for supporting us as always. Um, it means the world to us. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I want to also say that. I miss these guys. We we had like like uh Josh and Rich were saying we haven't podcasted the three of us like this for months. So it's nice to get together with these fine specimens. Yeah. Hot. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to our show. We'll be back sometime soon, I'm sure. Bye. That's what we say. Hey Rich, what do we say? That's what we say. Yay! We did it. <laughs> All right, now uh, let's hit record and try let's to yeah, take it from the top. Take it from the top. I said it once. I said it once. Uh, just during sex. Just provocative. It gets the people going. Huh? <laughs> We've all said that. We've all said that. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I I have a funny story for you. So, recently started playing the Walking Dead, the Telltale Walking Dead series again. Picked it back up, and uh, I was, I was, in bed. With someone who was playing that with me, uh-huh. and <laughs> I was going down on them, and I was like, "Lee, Lee, where are you, Lee?" As I was down there, and I was like, "Clementine."
Completely killed the mood. And she asked me to leave. <laughs> she asked me to leave. Uh, but did, she did kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it after after everything was done. Because uh, I, I almost did it midway through, and I was like, I, to- I told her, I was like, I'm not going to do this now. I'll do it. I'll show you what I was going to do after. And she's like, okay. And then she's she's like, what were you going to do? And I was like, okay, hold on a second. I went down there, and I did that. And she's like, I'm so glad you didn't do that uh, while things are happening. It's like, yeah. It's like, very glad you didn't pull this out my Kenny Tourette's thing. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for fighting your instincts. Yeah. Thanks for fighting that intrusive thought. Yeah. Let the intrusive thoughts win. Sometimes. Sometimes they need to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it recording time? Or is it Morbin time? It's Morbin time! Blah! Plasma! <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I have a good question I'm going to start the show out with, actually, because I was going to post it on Reddit, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to save it for the guys first. Ah, okay. If False. Get my calculator out. False. It's not a true or false question. It's not a math-related question. Uh, false. Oh, I, if we stay up until uh, 2 a.m., we can watch Castlevania Knocked. <laughs> so, like, there's an idea. Well, that, I'll probably be true. up at that point anyway because I need so much caffeine to not fall asleep I'm during so the dead. show. That I'm so dead. The thing is, like, I can't do things like that anymore because I will, like, I'll be able to will myself to do that, and I'll make it about 10 minutes into the actual... Hmm thing i stayed up for yeah mm. yeah yeah that's fair i'm trying to decide how on top it would be for the show i had a follow-up to that from our my trip to chicago mm. chicago yeah i'm from chicago uh-huh. regular pizza not for me i'm from chicago <laughs> i like this pizza bit ah yeah yeah thank yeah. you no, if you want to keep, if you want to tell it now, Josh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. Anyway, just we decided to head back at night instead of trying to get up early to make, because we had something to do the next day, which was it was going to be miserable either way. Because in order to it make it back in time for that, we would we we would have had to leave at like three o'clock in the morning. Say less. Just because of the way the traffic was going to line up, we would have hit it through every single city on the way back. How long of a drive is that for you? Um, 11 hours? Yeah, that's a long drive. It would have been closer to like 13 hours had we left in the morning because it would have been rush hour through Chicago then through Louisville. Or no, not Louisville. I don't think we actually... I think that was in between... I can't remember. One one of them would have hit like the lunch rush hour, and then it was either Louisville or Nashville. Not Nashville, Knoxville. Knoxville, yeah. Anyway, um, regardless, we decided we're just going to leave the night before, and if we stop somewhere, we stop somewhere. But I ended up driving the whole way back. But um, anyway, we got to a Loves at some point, like one thirty or so. Good old loves. Oh yeah, it was it was a loves with a uh, a Hardee's in there. And I have no idea what that is. Love loves really? Yeah. Like I, I know no you live in a city, is. you don't have truck stops yeah. around there because there's no room for a truck stop. That's way too much 
yeah real estate to dedicate mm. to parking trucks like a hardy's i know what that is i have yeah. no idea what the loves is yeah Lo- loves is a truck stop so um gas station but gigantic because there's extra room for trucks to park there if sure, they sure. hit their time limit so they have to call it maybe i've just never recognized um, it because like i've driven yeah. distance across the country before but maybe i've just never put two and two together and looked at like this this term or branding i yeah, guess yeah uh, there, there's a bunch of them. loves flying j uh speedway yeah. speedway i know speedway i know um I, I, I don't know if all speedways are truck stops I th- I it's like kind of like how not um, everyone with a mustache is a pedophile but all pedophiles have a mustache exactly exactly um yeah, anyway, exactly like that. I got there one thirty or so, and at that point, we we're in Kentucky. I'm like, it's close enough. I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stay in Kentucky. Like we're we're driving through it. That's how point. most people feel. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I, we get there. It's a twenty four hour restaurant because they're in a truck stop and they have to be to sure. be there. But it's one thirty. I want to try to make it through the rest of the way. And I'm in a Hardee's before they have breakfast ready. And so I walk Damn. in there, I'm like, do you, do you have, do you have any of your breakfast, like any biscuits, any, 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 any breakfast? And they're like, no. I'm like, ah, do you have coffee? They didn't have coffee ready yet. I was, how, how are you at a truck stop and well, not because selling a truck coffee stop 24 has hours? Coffee. Okay, this, this fair enough. Thing. So I ended up, I ended up going and buying the truck stop coffee, which was, Mostly cocaine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, illegal hey, in thirty-two states. Um, you cannot cross a state line with this. Yeah, no, you have to finish it before you get to the border. <laughs> Otherwise, they will, they will cart your ass away. They're gonna but, fuck you up, man. Yeah. That's extreme. But uh, yeah, it's a unique experience you. going to a Hardee's and being there before they have breakfast. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Damn. Yeah. So. Anyway, but what a world! Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was even possible. Well, I mean, in most Hardies, it's not because they're not twenty-four-seven Hardies. That's you know, it's not a restaurant that does twenty-four-seven regularly. Right, um, right. But yeah, but you got you got to have <sighs> the experience of a lifetime. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Truck stops are fun because you can actually get spicy stuff there. Like most things that say That's they're true. spicy in America are not. Are not. But That's in a true, truck true. stop, you know, they're 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 selling to people who again, coffee's mostly cocaine. They're are buying this shit just, you know, just to to stay awake. Um yep. it's where you're finding hot sauce bottles like this. Like when the label looks yeah. like this, you know it's gonna be fire. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You can go in there and get like uh the the, the pocky chips, but instead of it being a single oh, sealed yeah. chip, it's just a whole bag of those somehow. <laughs> we know yep. what you want. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're god awful. They're horrible, horrible chips, but they are well, spicy. Yeah, thing, they're hot, but like that's supposed to be their intent. They're not supposed to like yeah. no one should be sitting down and enjoying a bag of no, those. No, you're not, and 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 I wasn't. Well, you're when you're sitting down, it's because you know the I'm sitting there in the car. Well, you have to to eat them. You just kind of lightly chew one up and hold it in your mouth for for 15 miles or so because you you really don't want to stay have another one. But, I just wanted to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
Yeah. What I usually do. Mm, yeah. That's not a good anyway. joke. That's not a good joke. <laughs> yeah. Got to got to swish it around. I was going to make a jizz joke. Well, no, exactly we knew exactly what. what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come. Uh-huh. Yeah, come is funny. It can be in the it's correct situation. Yeah. Sort of a no. semen all your day. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that quite a bit. I'm uh, getting hints of oak <laughs> and gonorrhea. Do you do you eat a lot of nerds rope? <laughs> Do you enjoy it? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my idea of a semen allié is. <laughs> is they can like, tell what your diet consists yeah, of by yeah. tasting your cup. <laughs> They're like, I'm getting hints of peanut M&M's and monster energy. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I live like a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you so you of... must be in the military. Yeah. <laughs> Do you eat a lot of protein bars and drink a lot of monster rehab? <laughs> That's a rehab. Damn, that is nostalgic. Oh, this still oh, that's make the other it. thing I saw there. They had uh, hard Mountain Dew, not just hard, like hard Mountain Dew energy drinks. So, like you know, the Mountain Dew energy drinks, but hard. Oh, was the other I thing bought, they had there, which I bought hard Monster Energy this past weekend. Oh. Which is Where are you guys getting basic energy drink? At? And here's well, here's the thing though, and these are actually quite good. I, I I enjoyed them for what they were. I bought a variety pack as a joke. Um, yeah. they're <laughs> not actually like there's no energy in them. They just taste like monsters, and they're wow. alcoholic beverages. Okay. Hmm. That's probably okay. for the best. Because it cause seems dangerous the other way. Uppers that strong and, and any sort of downers, Listen, you, you could get yourself in trouble real quick. There. We, the three of us, are all the appropriate age to remember what Four Loco was originally like. Yeah, and we all have several friends who died from it. I assume. <laughs> Probably. Um. Yeah. I well, I I know of one. He's still alive, but he's dead to me. Uh, so I think it counts. That's better. It's, really? Yeah. Worse. Yeah. It depends it? on who you are, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as it turns out, mixing depressants and stimulants has mixed results. I mean, that's my favorite thing to do. That's why I love tea. It's it's just built yeah. in. It's you know. Yeah, that's true. I it's, I it's a make... little on the mild side. You've got to you've got to really steep that strong to. Let's make a hot toddy. Yeah. Mm, those are good. That's I like a. I can go for a hot toddy. Is it yeah. getting cooler? That's. Mm-hmm. I think it's hot toddy time. Yeah, I normally. Uh, I normally, around this time of year, I will get a bottle of rum, and then uh, brown some butter, and and yeah, you will butter an entire bottle of rum. So I've got that stored away for the winter that I can then just pull out the pre-buttered rum, um, just ready to go, ready to Bra- just to heat up some water and yeah. Browning butter, also a uh, term for uh, taking a shit uh, at a dairy farm. Mm. Mm. I thought that was having diarrhea and putting it on toast. It is. It's also that. Is this the show? Have we been recording the whole time? I mean, I have. I don't don't know. (laughs) Oh, great. (laughs) Oh, great. So this is the show, then. Uh, uh, I was was in there making my, my coffee, my iced coffee, so I'm mixing that up. And then, mm. it, it, well, it takes five minutes to steep, so I, well, I may as well make a martini. So, sure, Kazuo sees me in there with my my glasses out and 
because I generally build a martini at this point. <laughs> Dad's drinking again. Yeah, I generally build a martini instead of serving it up, just because. Sure. Yeah, it's, I, I like it that way. Um, but anyway, Kazuo sees me in there. I'm like, can I have one of those glasses? He's pointing at my my, my highball glasses, and yeah, uh, he comes in there and he's like, can I have a straw? And then he gets his like little Mio water squirter in there, and he takes a straw and he's he's holding it like I'm holding my bar spoon, spinning it around there. <laughs> hey, you're teaching him <laughs> flavoring good his water. Starting him young. Mm-hmm. Look, you're teaching him skills that can be transferable and useful anywhere in the world. Yep, I was really impressed because a straw is not an easy thing to swirl <laughs> that way, and he's get that not thing. at all. Yeah, I um, I'm gonna ask this uh one last time to make the show extra confusing. Um, should I be recording? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I think we're still going off the group recordings. Okay, great. Yeah, that's, that's even great. Yeah. I, for the, the alcoholism bit, um, <laughs> it reminds me of a, a, uh, a TikTok I saw the other day that I laughed at for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, or it was a, a, a clip from Sonic Adventure, the first Sonic Adventure. You know those, like, the, like, info dumps they had in there where you hit the little red light of fairy and it would, like, say something to you? Yeah. Yes. And the caption was, like, uh, alcoholic dads the minute payday hits. And it was the, try going to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, that. Uh, I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> 